Hey y'all, we're Brandon and Megan Giggling, and we give real talk and real solutions to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Whether you are on step one or years into your own personal growth journey, we've got the tools you need to level up. So if you want to stop making excuses, start taking action, and grow into the person you are meant to be, then pop in your headphones and let's do this. You ready? This is the Fools in Love Podcast. Y'all, it's another week on the Fools in Love podcast. Today, we're talking all about staying connected as a couple during the holiday. And if you, uh, and we started out by Meg asking if she want if if we wanted to be more connected, and I flatly said no. But you know, I was just. I gave him a look. Don't you worry about that. She did. She did. But yeah, well, like last week we talked about a little bit of a holiday survival guide and how we survive this crazy season that is uh, the Christmas holiday or whatever this holiday break. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure to go back and check it out. There's a lot of great tips there if I do say so myself. (laughs) But this week we're going to get into staying more connected as a couple because I feel like a lot of the stresses with that survival guide, a lot of the stresses of what we talked about for this season can almost drive a wedge in between you as a couple. And I know in the past, that's kind of where we've been at. Yeah, I mean, I remember many a stressful season where we were just kind of were picking at each other more and fighting a little bit more and just kind of, I guess, overall more annoyed with each other because just as the tensions rose, like the tensions between us rose too. So I think the first thing is really just to concentrate on the fact that you are a team and then to be working as that team because it's so much easier when you can focus on the fact that you have an ally rather than another enemy and somebody to work against you. And when you have your partner, your best friend, your whoever that is right there next to you doing the things, tackling it with you, it can feel like you're more of a force to be reckoned with than than just kind of bashing heads all the time. Right. And I mean, as we've talked about before, in anything with your relationship, there's going to be a chance for some resentment if both people aren't seemingly pulling their weight. And we've heard before, teamwork makes the dream work. And during the holiday, that's what we find works best for us. We really tag team all of it. And I think... We're way more intentional about it during this time too, because it naturally, I mean, we do have discussions about like who's going to do what and who's going to take on what task. But in a lot of ways, we just acclimate a little better and kind of jump in where things are needed. And obviously, we can have a conversation about if something's happening or if someone's feeling a little down or if someone's feeling a little bit overwhelmed. But I think the reality that you have someone that you can count on to kind of be down in the trenches with during this time is really helpful. And it's something that works for us. And I think it's something too, where if that's not kind of the pattern that you've followed with your partner, it'd be a good time to have a conversation about it, honestly. Because if that's not the way that it's been, if that's not the way things have always worked, i.e. maybe... You're the one who cooks, always cooks the holiday dinner or always wraps all the gifts or always cleans up. Well, just because that's the way it's always been doesn't mean that's the way it always has to be. Maybe you want to open up the dialogue at this time and just talk with your partner about more of what you need. Because I'm a firm believer that if you don't communicate with someone what you need, then how can they actually know what you want? Oof, that's a hard truth right there, buddy. I like it. One of the other things we do is just make time throughout the whole season for those small moments. Mm -hmm. Look, we all know we can be inundated 
there's a thousand things to do, as we've already talked about, but making sure you have time to appreciate the small moments together. And this can look a lot of different ways, but we really try to be cognizant of where we're all coming from during this time. And as a couple, we have so many other things going on too with the podcast, with everything else that we're doing. But at this point, we try to give ourselves some time to really appreciate what's most important. And a lot of times that is those smallest things. Yeah. And I mean, it, it doesn't even have to stop with being a couple. It can go as far as your family or friends or whatever that you're just taking time around this time of year. For Brandon and me, what we'll do is have you know a Hallmark night or we'll make sure that we go to Starbucks and get a peppermint mocha together or whatever the case is, just having little moments together where it feels a little cozier, a little happier, just some little bit of holiday magic thrown in there. Yeah. And a lot of times, like you said, I mean, we'll we'll work in a little lunch date where we can. We'll work in like a coffee date. We'll work in time where uh, we'll go out for a walk together. We'll do different things to really let the other person know that they're important. And that, again, back to the teamwork thing, that you're in this together. But if you can spend that time, that downtime together, you can take a little bit of self-care together. Yes, you can take self-care with other people if it's something that's serving both of you. And so really doing that and then making sure you're enjoying the experience. One of the things we do, not always, but a lot of the time, is we try to have more of experiences through the season than we so much worry about gifts. We try to say we're going to do certain things or go to a certain event or try certain things. And COVID's kind of thrown a thrown <laughs> a little ratchet in that that system. But we really don't so much focus on the gifts we're giving each other. We just try to show up as the best versions of ourselves for each other as well. And the next thing is just doing regular check-ins. I think that's been super helpful for us any time of year, but even more so as we ramp up the holiday season, it's just making sure that the other person is doing okay. And sometimes that means emotionally, sometimes that means, are you actually doing okay? Do you need help with the physical things of this life? Do you need me to step in and wash dishes? Do you need me to do the laundry? Or, you know, other times, are you in an okay place mentally? Are you okay? Like, do you need anything? How's your health physically? All those things. But any sort of check-in just shows the other person that you care. And especially at this time of year when people tend to struggle a little bit more, you know, with, with some of those feelings, sometimes depression or anxiety can really ramp up when there's so much going on and so many memories and so much of the past can come up, that it's just nice to have somebody on your team that you know is really there for you, watching out for you, and can kind of pick you back up and give you a little pat on the back and let you know that you care. Yeah, we often talk about learning your partner and understanding if things are okay. And one of the things I learned a long time ago is it's all in the delivery of how you ask to. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, you doing all right? Or like, hey, uh, you know, what's going on? You know, I I notice you're you're kind of acting off or whatever. I mean, but it's all in how you deliver it. And rather than so much being like, "What's wrong with you?" You can you can ask what they need from you. Like, how can I help you today? I see you know you're a little bit anxious. You're you're looking a little bit worried. How can I help you today to come alongside you and we we'll figure this out together? Rather than coming with an accusatory tone, more of in a helpful nature tone and. No one's really going to get offended if you're asking them how you can help or serve them today. And that's one of the things that I had to learn a long time ago because I had kind of the habit of going to Meg and being like, what's wrong with you? What's going on? Why are you freaking out? And another thing with that that I really learned is validating feelings because 
just because Megan is really worried about getting the house ready or having all the gifts ready or having things figured out, and I feel completely at ease and relaxed about all of those things, doesn't mean that her feelings aren't real. And I think letting someone know that, hey, we're going to figure this out together, but at the same time, not really discounting those feelings or making it feel like they're just crazy or that shouldn't be the way that they feel. That's something that I constantly am working on, by the way. But at the holiday, I think it's really important to understand the parameters that everyone's under, that it is a more stressful time. But then really just giving someone's feelings validity and letting them know that you understand, or at least you're trying to understand where they're coming from. And it's completely valid to have those feelings. And we want to work through it together. And I think giving that permission is really important. Right. And I think sometimes too, it's just like the listening aspect of it. Sometimes you don't really need to fix or do something for the other person. But if your partner knows that you're there to listen, that you're there to just let them vent or let them express how they're feeling or just like be like, I'm just having a moment and I don't need you to fix it. I don't need you to do anything about it. I don't need extra help. I just want to get this off my chest kind of a deal. I think that's a nice thing to do for your partner too, because it's not always about somebody needing somebody to do something for you and help you through it. Sometimes you just need a listening ear. Right. And and I'm not going to spend too much time on this next one because we talked about it honestly in length in the Holiday Survival Guide, but it's just saying no. Just say no. The holiday is already busy. You're already overscheduled. You already might have some tension in your relationship. It's not the time to take on additional tasks, to do additional things, to add additional stress, and to cause additional worry or anxiety about where you need to be or what you need to do. Just just say no. Yeah, if you want to feel closer, if you want to feel like you have that special bond and you have each other's back, I mean, this is a great way to do it. Just back each other up on the things that you have to say no to. Don't let that be something that only one of you is on board with. Be united in that and you'll feel even closer. And then another thing is just giving your partner the benefit of the doubt. I know that for us, at least, when we're stressed, the two of us tend to go towards anger a little bit more quickly than we normally would. So for us to just be able to kind of give the other person a little bit more grace than normal and just allow them to have a moment and let it slide rather than reacting and picking apart that person's momentary lapse of judgment is like a really nice gift to each other and it helps bring us closer because we're not always jumping down each other's back for any little mishap. We're kind of like, nah, she probably didn't mean that or he probably didn't mean that. I'm just going to let this one go. Yeah, and how this looks is if you're short in the moment, if you're frustrated, if the kids are screaming, if you're just if you have a one-off comment that really wasn't positioned in the best way, just understanding that your partner is having a difficult time or is, you know, stressed just like you and again, being slower to anger and quicker to give grace in those moments because the anger and frustration is not going to get any better if you guys start going at it back and forth and arguing about it. But understand that none of us are perfect, that you've probably had your lapses during this time too, and that both of you are trying your best to get through it together. And I think in doing that and giving them the benefit of the doubt, you can kind of let a lot of the stuff flow off your back And then, you know, if bigger issues come up, by all means, have that conversation. But the smaller things, just let them fly. And then letting your partner know how much of a priority they are to you. During this time of year, it seems like everything else except your relationship becomes like top of the list priority. And that's not really the way we want to personally live. We want to still live in a way that shows that we love each other, appreciate each other, and put each other first or very near first. So for us, it just looks like 
maybe taking a little bit more time to understand that the other person might need a little more attention and we might need to back off on the to-do list for a little bit, just truly making time for those you know, small moments that we were talking about earlier, making time to hang out, making time to just check in. Any of those things are just one other way, like just to show that you really care and how important they are to you. Yeah. And it's the easiest way to show people that they're important to you by making them a priority, which means when you're being pulled in a bunch of different directions, if you plan time together with your partner to do something like watch a Hallmark movie, maybe watch Christmas Vacation like we love to do. If you make that time, then be present in that moment. I know like with your cell phone, it can be really easy to get pulled away. I know your phone might ring with someone who you haven't talked to or you're trying to make plans with. Just make your partner a priority during this time and they'll really appreciate it. I always love when we can kind of both unplug, spend time being together, literally just cuddling or holding each other or whatever without all the other distractions that are going on. And I feel the most loved when I feel the most seen. And a lot of times what we'll do is we'll prioritize the time, but then we're not fully there. Mm -hmm. And then your partner, even though you, in your mind, are prioritizing the time and spending that time with them, are you fully there? And are you fully committed? And do they actually feel seen or are you just geographically closer to them? Right. And I think that, I mean... You know, we do love to watch a good Hallmark movie, but I think that there's a danger in watching too many movies too because you can think that you're spending all this time together making the pers- other person a priority because you're actually doing something together. But the way we get around that because we do love to do this together is just to like add physical touch. Like if I reach over and hold Brandon's hand for a few minutes during that or if we just try to put down the phones a little bit more than normal, then those kind of things just really show each other while we're still doing something that's not like sitting down talking face to face. It just really shows the other person like, yes, I'm in this. Yes, I'm like involved in this with you, even though we're not sitting here talking back and forth for an hour and a half. Yeah. And one of the things that comes to mind too that I just wanted to add here is when you're making them a priority, a lot of times when things are stressful, at least for me, I just want to unplug completely. I just want to be like, I'm out. I'm not here. Don't talk to me. (laughs) Don't talk to me. I want to do my own thing. I want to veg out for me. But one of the ways you can show your partner they are a priority is asking them what they'd like to do. So if you plan a date night, if you want to plan a date night, ask your partner what they'd like to do. Ask your partner what they want to do for fun. And one of the things I've learned over time is really learning to love and appreciate the things that Megan loves and appreciates, even if it's not my favorite thing in the world, because it's something that I'm doing for her and it's something that she enjoys doing. And it's an experience we can have together. So rather than picking something I want to do every single time, which some of y'all might be in that situation, maybe ask your partner what they might like to do or try something new that neither one of you has ever done during this time Mm -hmm. and really have that experience together. And like Meg said, that can go beyond just watching Netflix or watching a movie. It can be playing board games, which we love to do together. It could be so many different things. But look for different ways that you can do something that your partner wants to do. And if again, if that's not the way you've done it, then all the better for moving forward and getting closer as a couple during this time. That reminded me, we really need to get our board games out into a a game night soon. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And the last thing is just to ask for help. Yes, it's so important to ask for help. And I think that, I mean, we talk about this in a greater sense, like, you know, ask the people around you for help. But I think that in a relationship, it can go two ways. It can be that you're asking your partner for help 
or that you're asking other people in your community to help you become a better couple. So I think that like there are plenty of times when I'll need to ask Brandon for his help with all the tasks or the advice or whatever may be. But I think that also it's really important for us to be able to ask our parents or somebody around to step in and help us with childcare so that we get time for ourselves. And I think that both of those are just really important pieces of the whole ask for help thing. Right. And that's one of the things we've talked about. I mean, you, you ask for help where it's needed. So like we've done in the past, like having your mom watch the kids while we go get some shopping done, or Mm -hmm. it doesn't even have to be something for us. It could just be something that helps us on our to-do list. And I know like, (laughs) I call myself out here, but it's really hard to ask someone for help. But if people offer, take them up on it. If people knew knew that there was a need there, they'd probably offer their services. But if Mm -hmm. they don't know that there's a need, it's very hard for them to offer their services. One of the things I think about practically is a lot of us have kids and our kids are in school. All those kids have parents too. And maybe those parents would like to get out on a date night or go shopping. Could you trade off kids for different nights and still have that time? Mm -hmm. There's different ways and you might have to get creative on how you do it. But by not asking for help, you can assure yourself that you're never going to get it. You can't sit there and wait for someone to give you something. Sure, maybe they will offer and by all means, take them up on it. But other than that, don't be afraid to ask for help. We all need it. We all are struggling and a lot of us are too prideful to admit it, but it don't be afraid to ask for help during this time. Love it. Love it. Love it. Guys, we are so thankful for each and every one of you. We're thankful for you all year long, but especially right now at this holiday season. If there's anything you need from us, please let us know. Yes, we would absolutely like to serve you. We're actually trying to serve someone who needs help this season, some families that might need some help. If you know of someone who needs help during this holiday time, please let us know through the DM or hello at the Fools in Love. We absolutely want to serve and help some people during this holiday season and really pay it forward and serve y'all because we greatly appreciate you for being here every week and listening. Lastly, I want to just say, if you haven't, go over to growthjumpstart.com and check out a three-day boot camp that we're doing. It's a Crush Your Goals boot camp. It's making sure you start 2022 off on the best foot. We're teaching you all the strategies. You'll be literally in a training face-to-face via digital with us. And we're going to talk through, be accountability buddies for you, talk through all your issues, struggles, obstacles, and we're going to get you off on the right foot. If you haven't gone, check that out. Give a gift to yourself this season. And if you haven't heard it today, we love y'all and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank y'all so much for listening. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you want to be our BFFs, leave us a review. It helps more people find the show and allows us to share our message with the world. We love y'all.